afternoon, everybody. This is Daniel Tiny Gidry with my dude over here, Matt the Superstar Sweat. It's Monday. It is Monday. <laughs> well, they're listening, so it's Tuesday. Right? This don't, will, don't, this will don't, technically don't, come out. Don't date it. <laughs> Can we date it? Don't date it. It's bad for a t-shirt too, right? Yeah. It's like almost saying what the first annual, yeah. <laughs> the first annual anything's a bad, that's a curse by the way, if you, if you didn't know. So topics this week that we have so far, I made a post and dude, they were, they were pretty good. We got a good response. I uh, just want to thank everybody for that. Did you, did you see any of that? I did see some of that. In fact, I meant to go back and, and write some of that down. I'll pull it up while we're talking and, and see if I can pull some of that information off that post. There were some good topics on there for sure. Let me let me let's uh, let's we'll kind of let's, let's start with what you wanted to start with. Let's kind of start this thing off with, and I'm not kidding. Um, only because this kind of this kind of hits uh, close to home for me. Why in the hell do we proclaim to be the greatest state in the union, but yet are the worst at protect? And I don't even know it's even protecting. It's being proactive on the, I, I guess, the welfare of our children, how they're being parented. You don't want to go micromanage every parent. But in this case, and I, I'll give you a little rundown just of the scenario. You have two parents. Both are schizophrenic or on some kind of medication for mental illness. The dad tried to shoot the mom. They got the kids taken from them once. Put them in a temporary home. Okay? After that happened, both parents were considered mentally disabled. They collect disability checks for being crazy. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Dad tries to shoot the mom in front of the kids in the car. Now, I don't know if this is, I don't know if you can fix schizophrenia. Can you? I don't know. I've never had to deal with schizophrenia. I only know that John Wayne Gacy and them dudes fit that criteria. I know there's medications that can to regulate it, but I don't know that you fix it. So what if you miss? What if you miss your medication? Well, then you have an episode. And you have an episode and you end up hurting these children. Hmm. Is that what it takes to get to get people like this have their children removed? Uh, yeah, I mean, you would the way that the the state handles situations like that. Uh, in my experience with uh, the foster care system, it does require, unfortunately, physical harm to the children before the state will step in and do anything. And you know, there's a lot of reasons for that, and not defending one way or the other. Uh, you know. Parents have have rights, and they want to make sure that obviously the the right place for any child is with their biological parents. If it's a healthy and safe environment, uh, and at what point and who makes the call as to when uh, it's gone too far and is no longer safe uh, or no longer no longer healthy enough uh, for the child to thrive, um, it's a tough call. Well, it, there's uh, multiple. There's multiple children in this situation, all the way from eleven to one. If you didn't, or you can't, and you have been already been found multiple times that you cannot raise your children in a, I mean, what do you even? What kind of? What, how do you describe that? A normal manner, whatever normal is. 
but if you can't fit that criteria of having a, I don't even know about having. Does anybody hire anybody who's a schizo? <laughs> like, can you can you raise your family without being on the government? Not to say that's bad, because some people have to right now. Uh, some people lost their job for COVID. They didn't ever recovered. I get it. It's there. But God, dog, if you can't raise your kids in an environment where you're on drugs all the time, you can't have a house, you don't have a car, you don't have any of these things, but, oh, well, we went to their house and it was clean, so you get your kids back? What the hell? Right. Who makes the Who makes these stupid rules? Well, uh, you have caseworkers that, that work for Child Protective Services that are that have you know stacks and stacks of cases that they can't keep up with, uh, and they're forced to make judgment calls on the fly, and sometimes they don't have all the information, or they get a a polished version of whatever the truth is, uh, and they don't see, they don't, well, they're not exposed to the 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 full awfulness that some of these children are raised in. Well, and then and and then. On the flip side of that, you have people who can do these things at a normal, accelerated, you know, perfectly fine. The kids never have to starve. The mom and dads both have good jobs. And the kid gets out of line. The mom slaps him or pops his butt in the grocery store. CPS is called. And then it, it depends on who the current caseworker is. Yep. They, then ha- they then can make the decisions themselves to remove the children from a home they never should be removed from. Yep. I, I'll tell you a story. Um, this has been several couple of decades ago now. Uh, when I worked at Mall of the Mainland, um, there was a guy that came in. He was obviously a single father. Um, he brought his kids to the movies every week. And we knew who he was. We knew who the kid was. Always well behaved. There was one day he came through and his kid was acting up. And he popped the kid on the tail. And somebody in the mall saw him and called the cops. The cops showed up and arrested him there on the spot. And it's his kid. And it's his kid. They, they should have no jurisdiction Absol- in that unless the child was bleeding or right. so he what was is, disciplined. What is considered physical harm? Why does anybody? And, why does anybody else but the parent have the right to do that? Well, okay. Let's let's take it. Let's take it back to last week when we were talking about see something, say something. When is it as a as an observed citizen, when is it wrong to say something? Is it wrong to say something when you see well, you, a, a quote unquote abuse or you what ever, you perceive as abuse? Have, have you ever done a safety council class? No. Okay. In there they describe what we call in the oil and gas industry and basically any other industry with a safety book, a competent person. That competent person has to be interviewed and what's okay, cool, you're a competent person to make an, to make a decision under an emergency situation. Who in the where's the competent person? I mean, if you're a parent, you know the difference between a discipline and a beating. Hmm. You don't tolerate a beating. No child needs a beating. One of these kids in question came to a place that I go often and the kid wasn't sitting down right. So I asked, I said, hey, dude, what's the deal? Like, 
you gotta go to the bathroom or something? No. He wouldn't, wouldn't say anything or do anything. He would just say no. So I walked over to him and I lifted his shirt mm-hmm. and he had lashes on his back, on his legs. He took a beating. That is a beating. Now, can you sometimes hit kids out of anger? Sure. You can't take it back. Right. But you also know the difference of, oh, damn, I might have hit him too hard. And you do what you got to do as a parent with that child, apologize, whatever. No, this dude had lashes and bruises from the back of his neck to the back of his kneecaps. Right. That is a purposeful beating. For sure. That is someone who needs to go to jail for the abuse of a child. Mm -hmm. CPS will not do anything to these people. In fact, they are going to give them back their children in 30 days. How crazy and backwards. And if Texas, if you're going to call yourself the greatest state in the union, you got to fix this. Well, you have un- to. unfortunately, it's not just the state of Texas. I think it's a it's a countrywide problem. Um, the system's overrun with with children. Uh, with no place to go. Uh, so the idea of, of taking children out of a home and putting them in the system is a last resort effort. And, you know, how many strikes is too many? You know, can the, can the parents be rehabilitated? Can they be given parental coaching? Uh, are, there, are there ways to make the situation better to where the family, the family unit can stay together? Uh, I know they, they go through extensive interview processes and, and they, they question the parents and for their, mostly their willingness to be parents. Um, and almost always they, they want to be parents. They don't want to see their parent, their kids taken away. Uh, but at some point the call has to be made and you like to think that it happens in a timely manner, but I guarantee you. Uh, most of the time it doesn't. It's usually after uh, some traumatic incident or worse. Take, let's take this scenario. They remove the they they take the kids from the safe place that they put them in. Mm-hmm. Give them back to the parents. We someone gets a phone call. The baby's dead. Schizo got schizo Mm -hmm. and did what he had to do. Can someone sue the state of Texas for that? You knew this was a possibility. I'm sure there are cases where. I mean, in 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 laws or grandparents or other family members have have pursued legal action against the state knowing that the state was involved and had done reports and had seen it done. But it's just like, it's just like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. How many times did the police go to their apartment and look and not find evidence of domestic abuse and just left? Is being schizophrenic not enough? Is the possibility of you being if on you paper? Took, if you, you took kids in- away from everybody that had mental illness, how bad would the system be? How chock full of kids would the system be? I get it. But this dude not only has a history of schizophrenia, 
He was diagnosed with it. Yeah. And he shot at someone. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no good answer, and you know, I'm playing devil's advocate because I. It's know. almost like it's almost like, and I tell you what, I, I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll touch on this, but I'm not gonna stay on it very long. It's almost like the attorney general saying, "Look at all the good dads we're taking money from." Right. We're doing <laughs> our job. Dum dums over here who don't have a job, don't want to work, are hundreds of thousands of dollars behind, and you won't put them in jail. Right. But every good person over here, it's almost like middle class versus poor people. Well, you're not going to do anything to the poor people because they don't want anything. They don't want to do anything. It's look over here and ignore this over there. That's right. It's hey, watch this hand. Forget what's going on in this hand over here. But when the CPS worker says. Look, most likely with us dealing with these cases like this, you're, the kids will be taken again eventually. Yeah. Prevent that. <laughs> Prevent the children. If that is your opinion, if that is your professional opinion, for the love of God, do your job and do something proactive. It's not, a, it's not an easy... It's not an easy conclusion to come to. Even when you see them in terrible situations, uh, it's it's just like any other government agency. It's chock full of red tape. Uh, you're taking a kid out of a, out of a bad situation, potentially putting them in a worse situation. I mean, they vet foster parents the best they can, but even then, you've got some that fall through the cracks that do it for the money and not the kids. That's true. Um, so there's, there's certainly examples of that out there as well. So it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough, tough deal. And I, I don't know, I'm not familiar enough with, uh, with the law and, and, and their regulations and how they come to making those decisions. Uh, but I do know from firsthand experience that it takes a long time and a lot happens to these kids before they are they are paired with the final with a, with a fair solution, um, it's it's a sad sad situation, and uh, I don't know that there's I don't know that there's a I definitely don't know that there's a good solution. I'm not sure that there's a solution at all uh, because this is something that's been going on uh, forever. I, mean, I kind of get that CPS. Child Protective Services. It doesn't even it doesn't even sound correct. <laughs> I get it why it was implemented, because people were actually beating their children. Mm-hmm. Now they have safe, or they safe plans or whatever. If the parents do this and they do that and they do this and they do that, you're still a schizophrenic, bro. Right. I don't well, care how bad you schizophrenic, alcoholic. I don't drug care addicted. because isn't it, isn't it, aren't you once an alcoholic? You're always an alcoholic. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it, I mean, that's you're the scenario you've described is, is terrible, but, uh, you know, there's kids in situations where they're being molested on a regular basis and they're, they're being beaten and locked in closets and it's just, and what's it's even just terrible. What's it's even terrible. It's terrible. The world is somebody in the family knows what's going on and they're not even saying anything. 
because to the, they're scared for the kid. Sure. Back to the see something, say something. And when it's somebody close to you like that and you find out that person finds out that you're the one that ratted them out, it causes everybody problems. Oh, I don't it, care. If well, I, but it I'm could cause it could cause the kid more problems. Well, if good, because if he does it again, if then you, somebody needs to find him and beat him with a baseball bat. But if you if you make a report and CPS shows up and does an investigation, they never do anything the first time. They never make the they never make the decision on the first go. Then you've left that person with that child for at least one night, and they're mad and they're pissed all in their off, emotions for sure. Uh, especially if they're wigging on whatever it is that they're wigging on. At what point in time do we just what do we come up? Do we come up with a guideline saying, "Look, dude, you're schizo and you tried to shoot somebody. You will never be able to one have a gun again," which is we all know is way too easy to get. Right. For especially for them, they just go on the street and buy one. And the guy who is schizo that's not supposed to have a gun has one. Right. Um, and just tell them, look, you're not fit to ever raise a child. So you take both their guns away. I mean, I guess. <laughs> the one in their hand and the one in their pants. I mean, do you just snip them? Do we? Do we? I mean, there's a, there's a laundry list of people that don't need to be reproducing in the world. Alabama has Alabama a, has a law. I think it's Alabama that good for them. If you uh, if you are found guilty of pedophilia, hey, you you're snipped. Well, there was a guy. I want to say it was in Texas, and this has been a long time ago. That uh, volunteered himself to be chemically castrated. Uh, and they refuse to do it. Is that is, and this is where a lot of people get this messed up because I believe it. Just because we're humans doesn't mean we're still not animals. True. Biologically, we work similar to other things other than we can walk, talk, communicate. But I, I think you'll agree. There's a segment of, of the human population that are pretty damn close to animals. Sure. It's, we're discussing. And, and we're should, talking about two of them right and, now, and should be treated as such. And we're talking about two of them right for now. sure. How in the hell can <clears> you be schizophrenic, try to shoot someone, tell them you're going to kill them, and still be okay to have children while other parents out there who are perfectly loving have their shit together, quote unquote, and then you can and still sit try there and, and try and try and try. try. And all they want to do is have the opportunity to love somebody. And it's either it's either physically not capable, they're not physically not capable of having children, or financially not capable, or the red tape gets in the way, and just they they just hurdle after hurdle after hurdle until they so give up. Adoption now is a is a privatized sector. You can literally go out and be a person. I want to find all these babies for adoption. I'm the middleman. I'm the one making the money. And it's sick. It's really sick, man. Uh, I, I read an article the other day about this, just going through Facebook. Very interesting how this is done. Totally legal because that person, it's almost like the prison system. I'm going to build this big building. And the state's going to pay me a lot of money 
to lock these dudes up. Hmm. But the state's going to pay me a lot of money to find pl places for these babies to go live. You think that dude gives a damn? No. Or a person. I don't doubt I don't that that kind of thing. Dude. I don't. Yeah, I don't doubt. I don't doubt that that kind of thing happens. I don't think it's quite that easy if it's done legally. Um, I don't doubt that there are avenues People, that you, you know can why do that not, okay, illegally. So basically, basically the at the end of the article, it said basically the reason why adoption is so hard because it's not affordable. Very few can actually do it without going through the state system. Through the state. Well, even going through the state system, it's still extremely expensive. It's, it's uh, wild. And it's, and it's chock full of red tape and hoops that you have to jump through. It's ridiculous. It's, it's not much different than the immigration system. They make it so difficult that people don't want to do it legally, that they go find other avenues. They either go to foreign countries uh, to through, you know, uh, different adoption agencies that, that deal in foreign children um, or churches and things like that. Uh, but to, to go through the state and, and do the state adoption process, um, there are nightmare stories out there of parents who have fallen in love with children and tried to do the deal. And, and every step of the way, they're met with opposition. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. In this instance, I think all parental rights should be taken from the parents. I agree. And, you know, there there are people that maybe they don't abuse their children, but there are certainly people out there that have either had children that they don't take care of, um, like literally don't take care of them. Uh, they either turn them over to the state or turn them over uh well, we've talked about abortion and things like that and, yeah, and the, I mean, the ramifications of that. That at some point, you know, at what point is your privilege of being a parent? Yeah, because why were they allowed to have four children? Correct. But who makes that call? Who 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 am I to say what the limits are on so that? I kind of get it because now there's a lot of people these days... So I, I read the, also in the adoption deal there was an equation saying that a lot of pe a lot of parents now are advising their kids don't have kids it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. At what point does the, if the human race got below I think it was one point eight per female that spit out per female if we ever get below the one point eight of recreating we don't hold a population anymore. That population number, you would ha literally have to go through another baby boom. Yeah, I've not, I've not done a lot of research on that, but I've heard stories similar to that 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 we are in a a downward spiral in population, and I will make the case that we are in a downward spiral of repopulating productive, productive, <laughs> productive, right. productive reproduction. <laughs> Once it gets to a point where everybody's like, "Dude." Don't bring a kid into this world. Right. We've screwed it up. The, the, the wrong the wrong people are, are having the most babies. You oh, it's true. The yeah. It's the the least capable are having the most babies. That sounds it, terrible, but when you think about it and you know I mean they teach pay you, attention. They teach you you'll, free you'll see stuff exactly in what class, that buddy. is. Yeah. 
Wait till later. Well, you know, it, and it, I, you can blame part of that on the government as well because they pay people for their children. They you know, do. they have, I mean, they get tax breaks and whatnot. And people do it for the money. Sure. I, I, I have a baby mama who does that. It's, <laughs> to be uh, honest with you, it's terrible. I, look, I'm raising my 15 year old son and I'm still paying her child support. Yeah. She gets free housing, free food for her other two children. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? Because you want to be a productive member of society. Okay. But I know Most that's us, the exception. Become It's becoming the exception, but they've killed not the, the rule. They've killed the will of the ambitious. For sure. Well, they're making it all free. Yeah. yeah but now, no we're, now, now we're seeing that it's not free. Eventually well, it's free to them, to but it's it. not free to the people that are doling it out. So... Um, to fix the human problems, do we do we look forward? Do we do we look at the sky toward the sky? Pray the UFOs come down and start blowing <laughs> stuff up. <laughs> the end is near. Uh, Congress, or I guess it's Congress, well, whatever you would call this committee, quote unquote, was it last week? <laughs> actually, sat down with military. Our military was it a couple of generals and majors, wasn't it? From I think it may have been, and Mike can probably talk on this next week later, but they literally um, acknowledge they, that there are. Did they acknowledge extraterrestrials? That there may be. Did they? Are we ever going to be be able to get inside of Area Fifty One? I mean, when are they going to make that an amusement I, park? <laughs> what do you think? I I try not to. Uh, <laughs> I don't want them to come. Do their tests on me. Yeah. I don't want to end up like uh, Cartman on, yeah. <laughs> on South Park. Have the satellite installed. Kenny. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, well, I think it's I think it's unlikely that we are alone in the universe. I, I got to believe that somewhere out there there's uh, intelligent – well, I mean, there's plenty of intelligent life here that, that isn't human. We, we talk about it all the time different animals and whatnot that are, uh, you know, they don't have the brain capacity that we do, but they're obviously intelligent and they have senses and, and abilities uh, that far exceed what we have as humans. Uh, so to think that, that Earth is the only climate in the universe that is, uh, it's crazy. That it's crazy is doing thought, that, it? it's just, it's, it's not likely. Uh, are they around us are they amongst us are they investigating our way of life to improve their own or are they are they using us for their uh scientific experience experiments i mean i think, I think now's a good time to bring will smith back in men in black six <laughs> give him something to do other yeah. than smacking comedians on so, stage so if you think about it area 51 has been like one of the biggest secrets quote unquote i asked my dad he was in the military he said we never got it. That I mean, that was so far. He said that was a hippie age type. Holy moly. He said there's something that they don't want us to know. What, what is it? We may never know. There's a lot of things they don't want us to know. You think there's, I mean, do you, you think aliens have actually walked this planet? You know, we've actually caught one. Uh, you know, and are it's they not out of the, it's us? not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, the, the earth has been here for, Millions of years, some point in time, has somebody's there been, been somebody's here. been here? Atlantis. You believe in stuff like that? 
mermaids. I mean, nah. as much as the earth has gone through over the how many million years have they said this thing's been around? This little bouncing ball? A <laughs> long, long time. time. A long billions time. of years. Extinctions of very large lizards. Yeah. Uh, things of that. Uh, and they say man was walking at that time. I don't... I, if they've if we've been around here for three billion years, how come only in the last four hundred we've actually gotten to where we're at? Right. Yeah. Have we accidentally found things that they've left behind? Well, I mean, you think in the the grand scheme of things, if the Earth has been here for millions of years, and we've only recorded time for two thousand and twenty two of them, I guess a few more if you go BC. Uh, that's a blip on the, the grand scheme of things. It's almost like Jesus dies and boom, we yeah. get smart. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We won't be here long enough to it's figure like, it out. It's like we've we've gone so far so very quickly. Mm-hmm. And the end of the Bible is only that thick. <laughs> and you got a book like that. I mean, of course, and, people in the Bible lived for 700 years too, so... Yeah. Some of them did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. According to the Bible. Yeah. I mean, according to real man years, that's false. Yeah. Well. Different times. Like I said, Jesus dies and we become this this machine. Sure. It's, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I tell people the story of, of Galveston all the time. And you think, if you drive down the Strand and you think about the buildings on the Strand... They were built in the 1850s. There's a ton of them. All There's of a ton them. of them. Most of all them. All of them. All survived the 1900 storm. And if you do the research on how what they did after the 1900 storm, the mechanical innovations that weren't really mechanical, it was all man labor for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, and building the seawall and raising all the buildings and filling all the bu- filling in under all the, the buildings. After the industrial revolution, if I'm not, it was 1900. Yeah. Uh, so how the so, hell did they build the pyramid? So that was only 120 years ago. I know. And they can't even build I-45 correctly. <laughs> you did all this, all these amazing things, and you can't build a damn highway from yeah. Crosby so, to I mean, freaking Galveston. So uh, put, it in, put it all into perspective. I mean, we we watched Yellowstone, and we watched 1883. So did 1883. You watch, did you watch 1883? Oh yeah, love it. I thoroughly enjoy that more than I did the Yellowstone. So 1883 originally, I mean, the, the story started in Fort Worth, but those people, the characters, originated from Galveston. Galveston, yeah. And they talk about it in the story. So 1883, it's not that long ago. When, in the grand, the grand scheme of things. But and now we have. So 17 years before the seawall was built. Yeah. Those people trekked. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy and then they had to go through Indian tribes and all this stuff yeah. and so I mean everything that we've learned as history and, and when we learned it it seemed like it was so forever long ago because the people wore different clothes and the pictures are black and white and this and that and the other thing it seems like it's the so long ago the women were uglier back then too. But when you, were they? I guess There's they were no uglier than Faith Hill? Uh, I would guess <laughs> I don't know the chick who died in like the second episode on the river she was pretty ugly yeah she probably looked like something back then. Yeah, they just looked weird. If you look at if you look at Billy the Kid, that dude looked like sloth. Well, I mean, it's not like they From had the Goonies, which they is had, epic move, they had hygiene. 
it's not like they had hygiene. You know, every time they cross a river, they'd get a bath. It's like, how often was that when you're crossing the wild plains? Gross. <laughs> you only had one pair of clothes. I don't think they ever changed clothes. But, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a different time, and people's sense of smell was different. It's kind of crazy because the United States became the first nation with actual indoor plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what separates us from the rest of the animals oh, on the oh, earth? For okay, sure. Okay, great. Yeah. That's promising. Well, the th- think about the, the Europe when they just dumped the sewer, the sewage into the streets. I mean, that what started the plagues. I would guess uh-huh. probably because you're not supposed so, to do that. Yeah, so we've come a long way in a in a relatively short amount of time. When you're talking about eons, I know. Uh, I mean, they're talking the dawn, billions the dawn of, of years. Time. They said the first wheel was invented when caveman days. How long ago was that? Do we really know? Not no. Really. I Not mean, really. the sundial's been around forever. That's probably so many and, years BC, which is 2022 plus whatever. Rome. So, yeah. Julius Caesar. One thing about those buildings that have been there, how They're long? They're still there. Yeah. Some of them, coliseums. Yeah. And all the arches. So, have we really advanced in technology or have we gone cheap on it and things just <laughs> fall apart now? Well, we've become more efficient and more structurally sound. And but still, we, we can't take care of each other. Well, we can't take care of our own people. We are more populated and we live closer together. And our, our interactions our interactions have changed. Hurricane season in both. Touch the point on people taking care of each other. We live in the coolest little neighbor next to us in the state of Louisiana. As far as, because they know, we know, brother, as much as we argue over football or politics or whatever, that hurricane hits, guess what we're going to do? We're going to get up there. I mean, when Hurricane Sandy hit New Jersey, the entire state of New Jersey thought it was going to die. Right. Oh, my God. Governor Christie. Oh, my God. Who'd they call? (laughs) They called George. I think it was George Bush. Yeah. How do we do this? Yeah. Well, you kind of help your neighbor build his house back. Yeah. And they did. Just coolest thing probably New Jersey's done in a long time. I mean, but we have to like, man. I don't know. We, this whole the U this whole UFO thing kind of has me intrigued. I guess because if does the have they found something we don't know about? And if so, why is it all the way in the desert? We have more interesting things just in East Texas, like rednecks and deer and raccoons and trees. And why would you go out to the desert? There's nothing there. <laughs> or is there? Is there? It's kind of like Transformers. Like, remember when it's, they was looking for that thing in the rock? Yeah, big flat lands to, to land their spaceships in. It's too hot for humans to be there so they can get in and get out and undetected. It's crazy. So how are we going to take care of one another if we can't, if we can't take care of ourselves? Because we ain't got no food or no diapers for our babies. <laughs> how do we go from a food shortage to a diaper shortage? I think that's a hoarding thing. Oh, it's like the toilet paper. Anything. It's like the toilet paper thing. It's the, the supply chain. You know, we were talking about... Uh, the baby formula thing, and I assume that that's still an issue. It's I not have, after the 
and we talked about this earlier. Why would the United States tell Amazon you can't ship baby formula to the United States if they buy it from you? From other countries. But we're going to go get it from Europe and bring it back. Yeah. Well, I had I had a thought about why the shortage was why the shortage happened to begin with anyway that I'd never heard anybody address. Um, Jen's sister's daughter, her niece, uh, recently had a child, and she was using formula. She didn't breastfeed because she had the coronavirus vaccine. The vaccine. So how many? Parents are not breastfeeding because of that. So there's a higher demand for formula. So why Was, is that? Is that not what's causing the shortage? It could be. It could definitely contribute to it because now you have to make more. Right. And then you had the recall where they had to sh- shut the plants down. But and then all why that. did, if, you, if all of this was thought about, like two guys in a bunker right, right here, right. logically thinking, and thank God for your wife because she's cool. Um, shout out to Jen. <laughs> um, but it makes sense. Yeah, it really does. So you take it all, you put it all together. It kind of, it kind of logical explanation, right? So you think there's two years of baby, a year and a half of babies that were born, a lot that are on formula because the mothers life. had unnecessary vaccines and were afraid to breastfeed. If you, is that a is that an unexpected consequence of forcing the vaccine on well, people? Well, first of all, and I was just about to say that if you're putting a vaccine in someone's body and you tell them don't breastfeed because it could harm your child, what's well, probably going to harm you too, right? Or it could have a very diverse an adverse effect. effect. Yeah. Sure. Why? So, so mean, is this crazy. is all this part of the master plan? Are is, they, is that is that the four D chess of the whole? Have they found out a way to put the vaccine in baby formula now? Well, no, I'm not even talking about that. We we talked about uh, biological warfare uh, and how how it's affecting uh, how you how you how you cripple a country. Uh, And you know, we had a for a few weeks there uh, a pretty scary scenario where where people weren't able to find food for their children. And it's all potentially tied back to the coronavirus vaccine. It is. And nobody is. talked about it. Nobody talked they about that. They don't want to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. So is that the 4D chess? Was that yes, the play? Probably. I mean, we'll never know. Nobody will ever come out and tell us. I don't know. If Biden ever writes a book, he might. Because yeah. he's so stupid, he'll, he'll tell you. Like... And then not only that, but you're talking about a baby shortage on formula. Why ain't anybody talking about the food distribution plants burning to the ground? Right. <laughs> Somebody, for the love of God, tell me why five more went up just ablaze. They all have bad wiring. They bring it. They bring it up, but nobody talks about why or when or uh, how. You know what so was the cause be, of it all? So who's gonna be who's gonna be now making our food, processing it, mm-hmm. boxing it, sending it out? Good question. Bill Gates, because that's the that's <laughs> the biggest one now. Why he's buying up all the farms so he can feed his tofu for the rest well, of our that's lives. The one way to do it: destroy your competition. Have you ever had tofu? I have. Is it good? Well, I mean, I have it in soup at the Asian restaurant. The hot and sour soup. Yeah. 
Is that is that tofu? Is it, I that's do tofu. too. Tofu, yeah. Okay, so now I know what. I tofu mean, tofu is. is just it soaks up the flavor of whatever you put on it. It's really a tasteless cardboard that curd, just soaks up curd. whatever. It's a weird word. What is curd? It's bean curd. That's what tofu is. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's the texture is kind of bad. Funky, it's like a yeah. sponge. <laughs> yeah. Kind of but it, flavor wise, it's it, it it adopts whatever flavor you put on it, whatever you soak it in. It's what it tastes like. That's crazy. Yeah. So America is basically. So I saw something else interesting on this whole topic. That we were, we were, a video that my girlfriend has sent me. So it talks about. America being the greatest, let's say, currency mm-hmm. since World War II, correct? After we went out and saved everybody's behind, we basically said, hey, look, let's make trade everything through the U.S. dollar. We'll rate it off the U.S. dollar and tell me if I'm, if I'm making this any sense or saying this correctly. But now China... And Russia have a deal where they do not want to trade against the U.S. dollar anymore. Forget taking the U.S. currency. We're going to start taking the China's currency. And if that happens, we're toast. We're done. I don't know the implications. I do know that it would cause harm to our economy. So when you go anywhere in the world, mostly... They accept the American dollar sure. because it has it carries good value in whatever sure. country you're in. Uh, if that's no longer the case, they're less likely to take it because the exchange rates aren't going to be as good. Right. Um, so yeah, that causes us problems. Um, I if I just take it take another step further, we're planning a trip to Disney in November. Oh, good luck. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever been or looked at going. Uh, it's not cheap to go to Disney. It wasn't cheap to begin with. It wasn't cheap to begin with, but they've increased the prices even more. And now they're even, they they charge you tickets to get in. And then you can pay extra if you want to get first in line. And there's different ways you can subvert the the, the, the long lines and things like that. And <clears throat> Jen and I were talking about it last night. And I'm going, you know, have they started catering to foreign currency? They've jacked the price up so high that the American worker, who historically has been the bulk of the people that go to Disney World, um, can no longer afford it. They're catering to foreign travelers uh, because their dollars, their currency stretches farther. Uh, For them, it's not expensive or as expensive as it seems to us uh, because their currency is more valuable here. I don't know that. I've not, wow. I've not uh, investigated beyond that thought, uh, but it just seems awfully strange. Just read a, uh, it was, I don't know if it was a is, Wall Street Journal. So what's, a, what's China's money? The yen? I think so. I mean, Maybe. that's how much I care. Sounds good, yeah. Uh at one time, I do know that the yen was more mighty than the dollar. For sure. Hello, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, it took a while to get it back, but we did it right. successfully. We did it correctly. I'm afraid if it happens again, they're not going to let 
Right. They're not going to let it reverse itself. Well, I, you know, I remember because Disney World has always been a place, an international place. And the first time I went was long before they ever built Disney Japan or wherever else they have Disney World and locations. Tokyo. Tokyo. Nintendo is uh, cooler <clears> than Disney, by the way. <laughs> but I remember going in the early to mid 80s. You know, as a young teen, maybe, and maybe not even that old. And it was the first time I had been around that many people that spoke different languages. So much so that the instructions while you're waiting in line, they would do it in multiple languages. And at the time, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. But then you walk around and you go, these people are from everywhere. I mean, they're not, they're not American. They speak other languages. Uh, and I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, so if there was ever, if there was any place in the United States that would cater to something like that, it'd be Disney world or be the first place that would do something like that, that would change their own economy to cater to a foreign currency. Yeah. But I mean, if foreign currency, let's take it, go to Costa Rica. Mm hmm. And I know this is a poor country in the world. Well, no, you take your take your American dollars to Mexico. They spend better. How many sure. people do we know have moved to Mexico, like bought homes a in lot. Mexico and live in Mexico now a because lot. their dollars stretch farther? So who's to say that people how from can, these, how can, these other countries are how bringing... Can their, how can their dollars stretch further when their their dollar doesn't isn't as valuable as ours? That's what I'm saying is that it is. That oh. there, that there are places that the that have exceeded the American dollar in value, and that that those are the people that are come to the U.S. to vacation. We're no longer the most powerful big boy on the That's block. Been been in in the works for for a while now. That's not a new thing. That's not a Biden problem. Yeah, I don't think you can I pin. Know. I don't think you can pin that on any particular Cheeto, president. Cheeto had us. Going in the right direction, uh, you know, he had us going in the dire- in the right direction in a lot of ways, but you, I don't think that ball has stopped rolling for a long, long time. It was rolling long before he came, and will continue to roll uh, until we change the way we address other countries and 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 our economy and and take care of our economy first. As long as we keep uh, accumulating debt at the rate that we accumulate it. We can't expect our dollar to stay valuable. You just can't. No, you can't keep printing. You can't keep printing money and expect it to work out for you. Sorry. Rome, hey, Rome wasn't built in a day, but it fell pretty quick. It fell pretty quick. That, that's. I mean, is that, is that what we're staring at in the uh-huh. face? I mean, we're going to starve as a country if we don't. If the people don't take this thing back, and I'm not saying to go out and do anything violent. Let's get this. Let's get this. Uh, you know, out there, but let's not mistake what I'm saying. I'm not telling you to go out there and start a militia. Or it's not going like to happen that. tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, we're, nothing, nothing dramatic is going to happen overnight. But you see the slow progress, and you see things that are changing, and you you ask is yourself progress, why. Though? Is it progress? Well, it's progress. Just is it direction. good progress or bad progress? Uh, we are definitely changing. We are making progress. Uh, just don't know what direction. Well, I mean, I suspect I know what direction it is, and it's not a good one. Uh, but until we we get a stranglehold on our own economy and get our own finances in order, we can't expect 
to continue to be the leader of the world. We just can't. It's not. Well, here's. And here's it's not theoretically possible. Here's kind of something that. Um, here's something that I noticed that was actually pretty awesome in world politics when the whole Russian-Ukraine thing, everybody pointed to the United States. Come help us. Come help us. Oh, my God, come help us. I'm not going to lose lives, but I'll give you the guns to help. We did the same <clears throat> thing in Afghanistan against the Russians, and it worked. Russia really doesn't. Russia has nuclear weapons. Great. Blow them up. All it takes, you know where they are. If you really had to, then you would really have to, you, you would really do it. Mm. You can, you can. It probably wouldn't be the most popular thing on earth. Well, it wouldn't. But you can. It's not popular. It's just, it's the, the, you want to end the earth, that, that'd be the easy way to do it. They you just, push your button, I push mine, and we all no, just go. No, we boom. go take stealth bombers and pop all the nukes on, while they're man. still on the ground. Yeah, you watch too many movies. But it's, po it's possible movies. we do it to Iran all the time, or we're used to, all the time. <laughs> my, my dad would talk about stuff like that. But if they were a threat, they would go do it. How come we've never done it to Russia? Because they're more equal militarily. They? No, they're not. Historically. They're... They're equal on the things that can blow a lot of stuff up really quickly. Strategically, do we really, do we really want if Russia war? Was that bad, if Russia was that badass, how come do we, they ain't? Do we really fight wars to win? No. Have, when was the last time we fought a war to win? Nobody's ever been dumb enough to test us. World War II? That was the, the last one we fought to win. Yeah, we're two-time world champions, else, by the way. Everything else if you haven't is, checked. Everything else is to make certain people money. The military I complex. Agree. I agree. Just keep it active. Keep the military complex moving. Just keep the money flowing. That's all it is. So you think we pay other countries to not fight? Have we, no. Have we gotten we, to that point? We're keeping them in the fight. We're keeping the Ukraines in the fight. We're keeping... No, no, no. I'm talking about, like, do we send billions of dollars to Saudi Arabia? Because we buy the diplomacy. Do we buy diplomacy or do we buy bombs? We make bombs. And we sell them. Sure we do. So somebody's making money on war. Well, but we're not winning any wars. Nobody's, nobody's winning any wars. Because nobody's Because they're not trying us. to. If they win, then there's no more war. You see where I I'm mean, going I, with I, this? I get it, but there has It's perpetual well, the bombs trading. Well, the war in trading. Afghanistan is over. Is it? Not really, because ISIS and everybody's starting to come back. You, so you, we've just you, perpetuated it. The war keeps go the war keeps going. Eventually we'll be back over. We the don't fight war to win. No, what do you fight a war for? To make people money. Okay. Now I will tell you this. I had a buddy, <laughs> I had a buddy, and I love this guy. I love him to death. Call him Rob. Which is his real name. I just won't say his last name. He used to tell us all the time he I said, Rob, what'd you do in the military? Shot people for Jesus? <laughs> That's how many people did you suit? How about 15? I said, you killed 15 people? He said, yeah, for Jesus. He goes, don't let anybody tell you different. Huh? They use religion 
as to reconcile it in their heads. It is so wild. But how many how many wars in history have been fought over strictly over religion? A lot. Almost all of them. Uh, well, well, not World War Two. How did it start? Genocide. The guy over was what? I really don't know. Religion. What religion was it? He was extinguishing the Jews. It was fought over religion. What religion extinguishes the Jews? Tell me one. The Nazis were killing the Jews because of their religious beliefs. Okay. Well, what religion? It was fought over religion. Okay, I get it. I don't know if it was over religion more than I just don't like you being Jewish. Because what religion was? What What is that? What is that? (laughs) You can be atheist and not like somebody who's who's but he was he was killing the Jews. I get it because they were Jewish. I get it. (laughs) What religion was Adolf? What makes them different than any other human other than their religion? Did he kill people for Jesus? Because Jesus was a Jew too. I need to know why Adolf Hitler killed the Jews. I want to know why. Because of their religious beliefs. But was he on a religion? Doesn't matter. Listen, Christianity and Buddhism aren't the same. Doesn't doesn't matter. they're They're not rival biker gangs. Like Christianity and Muhammad, Jesus and Muhammad, they act like they're going to fight. What 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 is is the the only difference between the Jewish people and the Nazis? The Jewish people died. What's the only difference between the people? I don't know. Their religious, their religious beliefs. Didn't he kill the? Didn't he want to keep all the blonde haired blue eyed people? No, thought that they were like superior. He didn't want. He wanted to get rid of the Jews. That's it. Just who the else, Jews. Who else was in the concentration camps? Oh, he got a couple of them wrong. I'm telling <laughs> you. can't. I mean, what's the point? What was the point of getting rid of all the Jews? Every war is fought. Over religion. Over religion. Why did Adolf Hitler not like Jewish people? That's between you and Adolf. I don't know. He had a superior race. <laughs> did he? That, in his mind, he did. Because he got his ass kicked, too. I don't Nobody said he was right. I mean, evidently he thought, but what the, who, how the hell did he even come to realization that one crazy nut could take over the whole entire chicken coop like that? He's but, very, he's a very charismatic man. It, it, very manipulative. Mr. Putin. For sure. But this goes to my point, what I was proud of, that instead of looking toward, everybody looked at the United States, the United States said, uh-uh, this between y'all, you, you two kids fighting the street, we're going to make sure but one of y'all they? don't get blowed up. Did they? Did they? But, so Europe finally took care of themselves, we didn't have to go save their ass. When? In this one, everybody you got together, and now Poland and the Finland tiny, are now about tiny, to look tiny. Just tell how them. much, how much, how many dollars, and how many weapons have we sent to the well, Ukrainians? Everybody's kind of sending a little something. But you're saying we're not involved, but we're involved. We are we're just as much in it as anybody not else is. So we're not sending our men over there to die. But we're 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 supporting one side over the other. We you might as well be fighting. We might as well be fighting in it. Well, before Putin becomes. Adolf Hitler, because you know it's, he's already talked about moving into Finland and Poland. Come on. At what point do you grow a set of nuts and say, all right, buddy, we got to do a little something. We either want to sit down at the table and well, figure he, it out. When or he, or he moves into in a face. United Nations country. 
because well, that's we have why the, an obligation to, to defend why, our UN partners. Was it smart that Trump or NATO out? NATO partners? Did he, Trump pulled out of NATO? Was that smart? Yeah, because we wouldn't be in any of this. We wouldn't even have it. to. We wouldn't even be a part of if he moves into one of those countries. I get it. So now we're back in it. So now we have some kind of obligation. Should he go get to Finland or Poland? See, Finland and Poland. They they had to be the neutral countries for a long time. They were scared. Now they ain't scared. The union, uh, I think I think Europe can b- pull a wee band of brothers type shit and go over there and kill that homie. I think they should. Because listen, Ronald Reagan, when Omar Gaddafi came on the news and took over that news station, do you remember this? We were small children. Oh, you may have been a little older. You may have been a teenager by then. He came on there and said one thing. 12 hours later on NBC News, first thing in the morning, Ronald Reagan goes and blows up the whole thing. Lebanon was a parking lot. <laughs> How come we don't have a president? We don't have presidents that do that anymore. That's a good question. Ronald Reagan was a very claimed to be, now I don't know him, so I couldn't tell you, but he claimed to be a very godly man, but he you wasn't you wasn't playing with him. No. Ronald Reagan was a rhino. He was a he was a Republican by name only. Don't get let's not get this false. But he did everything kind of. He kind of did everything okay. He wasn't the greatest. He may have been the greatest single president that ever lived. But the only two people that got it right sitting here with Mike, and we can all agree on this, was Gingrich and and oh, Uncle Bill. Well, Gingrich was never president. No, he was. Although he should have, probably should have been. Should have been, eventually. And I hope, I hope the man. He's probably too old now, but he's making too much much money. But Ronald books. Reagan made the right. He pushed the right buttons. He pushed the right buttons. We don't have anybody that pushes the right. There was no way in hell I was going to let President Trump well, go over there and talk yeah. to anybody. We the arrogant asshole. We haven't had. We haven't had a diplomatic president in a long time. I mean, Trump was the first one that actually would go and talk to them, but I wouldn't call him a diplomat by any means. No, he was too arrogant. Right. You can't be that arrogant and be diplomatic in 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 the world. Right. There's no there's no room for that uh, now or for the foreseeable future. Although there there are definitely. Uh, areas of the world that, that need to be brought in check. Um, we just haven't had the leader to do that. Um, I it's mean, it's been a long time. We've we've spent a lot of time decreasing our military strength. Uh, we've not invested sufficiently, in my opinion, sufficiently in military strength uh, to defend ourselves. We we. We have the means to build the tools, uh, but then we give them to other people to execute with. That's really a horrible term, horrible way of saying it, but you get where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's going to call you, say you're off base, but I won't. I well, won't. execute. I mean, it's what they're doing. They're executing people with the weapons that we supply them. Sure. But that's gone back... Well, multiple presidents now have done that, where we've supplied armaments to foreign countries. 
uh, to fight their battles. Well, everyone. I mean, Afghanistan. Um, you can go down. You can go down the list of of people that we've supported. The Ukrainians now are just the latest ones. So, um, has it kept our military out of the front lines? Yes. Can you honestly say that we are not involved in that war? Not with a straight face. Not honestly. Uh, because we are definitely supporting one side over the other. So to say that we are not at war with Russia is a false comment. Sorry. We're at war. Whether we like it or not. We just haven't declared it yet. But we're spending, That's a problem. But we're spending COVID money in COVID bills to send them stuff. How jack... How... how how off it's a mis- mismanagement of funds. That's all they do is spend money. Think of it. Somebody, and I, don't know, I couldn't tell you who said it, who I heard say it. If you took the money that you're sending to Ukraine and sent a bag of groceries to all these people, or baby formula to all the moms that can't find food for their babies, would you solve the problem? No. You you'd, sure about that? You'd have a short-term solution. But at least we it'd be taking care of things at home. Why why are we spending the money to send that? That's why aid I'm asking. Over there? Do we pay for diplomacy? That's for what? what? How does it help us in the long run? It doesn't. Or it can't. It we're still not getting shooting. We're us, still not getting food out of the Ukraine. Because let me ask you this: If Russia really wanted to do something bad to the United States, where's the first place you'd target? The refineries. Houston, Texas. Yeah. Mount Bellevue, Texas. Midland, Texas. Texas City. Te- yeah, Texas City. Deer Park. Galena Park. Everywhere in that Galveston Bay. Half of Texas and all Louisiana would be a Be the first be place a crater. You, you would cripple it. Be a crater. Yeah, because all you'd have to do is just Eagle Point right there yep. in Mount Bellevue. One good... Just go right down the coastline. Uh, boom, boom, boom. And it would explode the entire coastline. The whole thing. The whole It'd thing. would be gone. Why do you think they haven't done that yet? Why is anybody not... We go over there and kick their ass on a regular basis. How come they're not coming over here and do that to our refineries? Well, we have the means to defend ourselves. Do but we if they pay ever... for the diplomacy for them not to do that? I don't think... Valid diploma, question? I don't know that, yeah, sure. I don't think diplomacy has a whole lot to do with it. I think the bigger stick has something to do with it. We've got the bigger stick. Do we? Here, how you get a, how do you get planes close enough to do something like that? You know why? You know why Red Dawn's never going to happen in the United States? Second Amendment. Yeah. They can't come over here. Yeah, and fight they're us certainly not going to come door to door. We shoot each other. Yeah. <laughs> Partner, we ain't afraid to shoot That's you. That's right. We blow, we blow our own heads off louder with Crowder. What Crowder is that? Anyone I know? I like your mug. Steven. Steven Crowder. Who's that? Do One I know? Talking head. Oh. Doug was talking about stuff back in the Lamar County. Oh, no, no. Different, different Crowder. Like, different come Crowders. On, come out. About to say. Different Crowders. So, in the, the, I always bring that up. Here we sit in the biggest firecracker on earth. But we're the safest. Right. And it can't be Ellington Field that's keeping us safe. Something else has to be keeping us safe. Now, whether it's, oh, I think I think with the growth of business and the world business together, I think that's why you don't see as much military back and forth 
we have too much money to spend right. amongst each other. Not to say that it's bringing us any closer, but it's satisfying the flare-up. Right. Yeah. Because we have our... Now, in the beginning of the Ukraine-Russian deal, there were several U.S. companies that were in Russia helping them pump their oil, helping them get... They were like, okay, we got to go. Putin pretty much told him you got to go. Why? He's making you a gazillion dollars. Right. But how much money are the Bidens getting out of Ukraine? That's a question no one wants to answer. They want something over there. Yep. That's the question that everybody asks, but no one wants to answer because they know what the answer is going to be. How troubling would that be to us as a nation? Oh, it would be devastating. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. another uncontested election. I don't think you recover from that. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why they didn't prove that there were errors in the election process. Because you don't recover from that. You don't recover from that. You never regain faith of the public in the election process. So you just screw. I mean, there's enough, of, there's enough people out there now don't we need that are like discouraged. That? Don't, we need, don't we need something like that? Well, we need we need some way to verify that the election is done fair. Because I mean, let's get back to basics this and minimize was- and minimize all the questionable things that happened. How many things happened that were viably true that they kind of swept under the rug? Like, no, nothing to see here. Because it would create a, a from the stories event. from the stories and the videos of boxes of ballots that they. They find some way to to talk their way around it that, that wasn't what it looked like. Because if you leave it alone, but I guarantee long you, somewhere, some way, there, there's some truth to it somewhere. Got to be. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that they're sending out the, all of these blank ballots and there's no way to verify who is sending them back in. Mary Smith. It's almost you like, send a, so- you send a ballot to Mary Smith in Podunk, Arkansas. And and Bob Jones, it gets delivered to Bob Jones. Bob Jones fills it out, puts it back in the mail. Well, Mary Smith didn't get her vote. Her vote got counted, but it wasn't her vote. So who's to say that's not happening? That people aren't going around and collecting those out of everybody's mailboxes and filling them out and sending them in. There's no way to verify it. It's 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 possible. It's probable. Especially given the result of the election, it just doesn't. So, make, the numbers don't add up. So we're fighting. So the, we're fighting. Where the argument is to me, if you need to show your identification and proof of where you live, to turn on your lights. To do why everything. Can, why can't you do the same thing as a voter? Right. Because one side needs to cheat. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Or one side, but my personal opinion is I don't vote straight ticket. I think it's I think it's bad for sure. I think I agree. I think you have to have checks and balances. I think well, I think you do your homework and you figure out who 
the best candidates are. That's right. Who shares the best values with the, you? The one thing that I won't most vote similar for, values. I won't vote for a candidate who concentrates on bashing the other person. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you can do. Right. Not what this dude over here did to his wife two years ago. Unfortunately, there aren't many candidates out there that run campaigns because without bashing because competition. Our population loves because the smear campaign. The lowest common denominator of our of our voter populace loves the drama. Same people that are glued to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh, we speaking, just love to see the train wreck, speaking, man. Speaking of that, he goes back on. He goes back on the stand tomorrow. That's what the, they were suspecting he was going to come back on, and I, I didn't get to see the end of it, so I assume he didn't go back on today. Uh, but they were expecting Amber Heard's lawyers to call him back to the stand. For what? Uh, as a witness? As a Hail Mary at this point, because they got nothing. They don't have... They don't. They <laughs> got nothing. Has he won? Even oh, if he he's certainly... Win the $50 yeah, million he's, cer- he's certainly won. He certainly won the court of public opinion. I mean, the dude was out there um, grilling hamburgers, man. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Good for He's him. a charismatic dude. Good for him. I, you know, my we were talking. Jen and I were talking about this yesterday too. My my biggest hope is that through all this, that he he can find some peace, uh, that he gets the help that he obviously needs uh, to clean himself up a little bit. I mean, you know, having fun is one thing, but. He's got an issue. Writing your name a, when you miss the tip of the uh, finger, that's yeah. a little crazy. And then dipping it in paint and then, d- d- yeah, just gross. Uh, he's got a problem that needs to be addressed. He needs to take care of that. But he's a great actor. Uh, stay in your lane. Continue to do what you do. He's obviously, genuinely, this. if anything has been proven in this trial, he is a genuinely kind, caring person there's not one person whether they were friends of his or friends of amber's that didn't talk about how nice and generous a person he is uh just when he's under the influence of all the stuff uh he got to be a little rowdy uh that doesn't mean that he got physical he just got rowdy he just got Uh, there's been no proof no proof zero proof that, actually uh, that he's caused any physical harm to her. Is there enough evidence there that she's caused physical harm to him? Oh, she's admitted what, it. What she did, admitted it. Didn't she cut her finger? She's the one who cut his finger off with a bottle. Oh, good for but her. But then, okay, so then the, today, uh, Amber Heard's uh, called an expert witness, and I use the term lightly because the two ex- expert witnesses that I saw well, that called today, Johnny's, no, two guys, oh. two guys, they're terrible, they were awful. Uh, and I can only imagine when you're desperate for, uh, favorable testimony, how, and, and you have, there's no facts to support any of it, how deep in the barrel you have to dig to find people that will support your case. How many objections were? Not many. Didn't need them. Just let these guys (laughs) ramble. Just let them talk because the, (laughs) the things they were saying were absolutely ridiculous. Is this lawsuit considered frivolous? Um, no, absolutely not. And, and as, as a cold blooded, a warm blooded American male, uh, this trial absolutely had to happen. 
that we should all be happy that this this is going and that it's going the way that it's going because it's a proper lawsuit. It, well, it's, it's a pro- it's a pro- it is a proper lawsuit, and it's finally somebody standing up against false accusations uh, and not just rolling over and going, "Well, here's some money, go away." Uh, that he's fighting and going fifty million. It's a lot of money. Well, but it's not even about the money. It's no, about proving the. It's about proving the fact that hey. She told these lies about me. I never raised a finger to her. I gave her everything. Yeah. And when the gravy train left the station, she wasn't on it anymore. She got a little butt hurt. She got crazy. Well, she's crazy to begin with. Let's be completely honest. So there's a hot she's, crazy matrix that she's, you've never seen. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny, too. <laughs> and very, very accurate in this situation. Uh, no, she... So Amber Heard comes from nowhere, Texas. Moves to California with nothing. Really? She's from Texas? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Moves to Texas with nothing. Moves to California with nothing. She's, with a, she's with a, a hot redhead, though. A dream and a dream and a, a bag of whatever. She's nothing. She has nothing. She moves to California, gets some odd jobs, uh, gets a audition for the Rum Diaries, meets Johnny, goes on the whirlwind. But she's on the gravy train now. They were both. Life is easy. Well, she's living the dream. She's a Hollywood. She walks the red carpet. She's got all the nice dresses. She's got the makeup deals and, and the breasts. You go beating the person that you go beating the dude. But that she's got crazy. You she I might do. as well be from Baytown. You know them girls from Baytown are crazy, man. San Leon too. San Leon. You know. You know who I'm talking it's about. That water. You know who I'm Slip talking about. That water, though. They. They just. This is a little off. And when the gravy train left the station. She, Louisiana girl's crazy. She too now. figured this is how I'm gonna get him back. I yeah. And that's what happened. And he had to lose everything. He lost everything. He lost his gravy train. Good lord. Uh when he you know, he lost Pirates of the Caribbean. It, his I, his okay. gravy train left the station. So, does, do people, so he had to do something. So do people boycott Disney now that they're not gonna have Jack Sparrow? I would because it's not a movie without him. Other than their the next one they're doing with Margot Robbie, who is not bad, she's hot. I'm not I complaining, uh, but I think they need to go back and let him finish the job. He had because kill him off or something. Well, don't just remove so him. So in his in his testimony, he talked about how Jack Sparrow was his character. They brought the script to him. He read it, but he developed the character, and I think he writes most of the dialogue. Uh, oh, good. So the now movie. the movie's going to suck. So it's his, that's him. That's the character that he created is Jack Sparrow. And in episode six, he was giving, it was designed to be the last one. He said in his testimony that he wanted to give Jack Sparrow a proper send off. So let him finish the job. You've, we've, we've resolved all this stuff. It's Listen. all come to light. Let it let bygones be bygones. Go finish the dang movie, finish the series, and then let Margot Robbie take over, and we'll watch her and enjoy her as Captain whoever she's going to be. If you're Disney, and you say this is Jack Sparrow's last one, mm-hmm. how much more money are you going to make? Especially after all this. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, now he's now he's got to be the most popular. You actor just in you've just amped it. You like, just amped it like a bunch. Not that the, the movie amped itself it for was, sure. It was that good. Yeah, and knowing knowing it's the last one, knowing what he's been through, all everything that's gone on, it's all out in the open now. It's it's ripe. 
to finish the movie and go make a bazillion dollars. If you as a movie fan, can you ever look at Margot Robbie other than being Harley Quinn? Sure. She's hot. Harley was, Quinn's got to be like... She was in... Was it My Name is Earl? Wasn't she the one in My Name is Earl? I think so. So that's... I think so. That's what, what I see her as there's first. There's something about Harley Quinn, man. It just makes you go, bam. So Star Wars <laughs> is coming out with another... Is it before... Before... Or is it the three after? Uh, or is it one in the beginning and there's, two in? There's uh, okay, so there's a... So did they take it from Lucas Films? Did, oh, Disney Luke, did. It, I think so. so. Lucas I think has so. nothing to do with it anymore. I don't, I don't know that for a fact. I think he's been it's a damn shame. separated. Yeah. It's a damn shame. So there's an Obi-Wan I've seen the, prequel. I, wait a minute. That, like a backstory. That's already on. Is, is that not it's on? It's on Disney Plus, I think. Yeah. Is, is it is it already released? Uh, I think maybe or started. Oh, it's like home. a series. Yeah. Man, I might have to go and watch. Yeah, it. yeah. I think they've got several things. Or it growing. comes out. Is it? It came out last Wednesday, or it comes or it comes out this Wednesday? Because they did the Boba Fett thing, which was great. They had the Mandalorian, and they did Boba Fett. I haven't and then watched they Boba tied Fett them yet. To, at the end of, so I need to go Boba back Fett. and finish watching all that. They I started watching Mandalorian, but never finished it. Uh, the Mandalorian needs to hurry up and come back on. Um, the only you know what made the Mandalorian though Gina Carano back. I know that's my girl. So why did they fire her? What's the scoop on that? Because of a stupid political cartoon, Disney being woke. Well, it's really dumb. And what the the cartoon she posted wasn't even. Oh, she posted it. Yeah, it was a social media post. Oh, okay. Like people can't have control of their own lives. Apparently not. Idiots. Yeah. That was dumb because she was like t- one of the coolest ties with her. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. It, the baby Yoda made the show anyway. <laughs> um, I kind of like the dialogue of the Mandalorian. Boba Fett, though, man, was legit. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. No. Very legit. Of course, yeah. Boba Fett's one of the most popular characters For sure. on Star Wars. Um, kind of sucks, though, that you know he dies in... No, wait a minute, because in the beginning, he doesn't die. Why, why are you spoiling it for okay, me, so man? I just told you I hadn't watched so it. So he doesn't die in Return of the Jedi, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and it takes it takes shape after that. So he cuts his way out of the thing that ate him in the sand. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it all takes place after that. The war's still going on. He's all by himself. That's they, right. That was the last scene in the movies where he he fell into the sand yeah. pit. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So speaking of woke things on the planet, and I'll I'll touch into this because I like to, and I think sports is full of dumbasses, <laughs> overpaid dumbasses. Tim Anderson, I want to say. Last year, maybe in the off season, uh, was in an interview and said he wanted to be known, either known or wants to become today's Jackie Robinson. Rounding second base to third base, um, or I can't remember, was it Donaldson was running the bases or was it Tim Anderson? Anyway, the two had crossed paths. So Donaldson said, what's up, Jackie? <laughs> Can you even remotely tell me how that's racist? You called yourself Jackie Robinson. 
If somebody wants to poke at you, okay. So Major League Baseball has suspended Josh Donaldson for going crazy. The very next day, Tim Anderson goes out, hits a three-run home run, shoots people with the crowd, screams at people calling them MFers, and that's okay? Right. Yeah, I mean, what what's worse? You called somebody Jackie, which I guess maybe, but them two have they've I don't know if they've had beef before I was reading or they they were cordial and whatever, but the guy took it as a racist thing. Is Major League Baseball suspending the wrong he called him Jackie. He suspended, <laughs> suspended him for one game. Now, Major League Baseball, I feel, in my opinion, suspended him not because they wanted to, because they felt like they had to. So, At what point in time does Tim Anderson, sh- or anyone who acts like Tim Anderson did, crossing the plate, flipping the fans off, calling him MFers, since when, why is that condoned? I don't know. I don't know. But going to your Josh Donaldson thing. Uh, Josh yeah. Donaldson's an asshole. Well, Let's get it okay. straight. Well, anybody that has a haircut like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> terrible. Um, so Yahoo Sports says that after the game, Anderson told reporters that Donaldson repeatedly called him Jackie in reference to Jackie Robinson, a practice that White Sox manager Tony La Russa derided as racist. So because Tony La Russa said it was racist. Oh, it's racist. Okay. Well, the guy who drives drunk and falls asleep in cars <laughs> suddenly is allowed to, A, coach baseball, and B, have an opinion. So Donaldson admitted to calling Anderson Jackie and having done so repeatedly since 2019. He denied any racist intent, telling reporters on Saturday that he was just joking around based on Anderson comparing himself to Robinson in a 2019 interview. An MLB statement on Monday stated that Donaldson, Donaldson's intent wasn't a factor in handing down the suspension, declaring the commentary disrespectful and in poor judgment. So he did nothing wrong, but you still get suspended. Apparently so. What the hell? <laughs> what? Well, they're saying in the statement, it it said, in addition, Mr. Donaldson's remark was a contributing factor in a bench-clearing incident between the teams and warrants discipline. No, it was So they're trying to say it's because he incited a bench-clearing Well, first of all, if I'm calling you that for three years, why am I going to snap on you three years later? Right. If you've been calling me that for three years, 2019... And they play against each other all the time. They're both in the American League. Except for when Josh Donaldson was with Atlanta. Maybe that was 2017, 18. Maybe. Maybe 19. But 2021 and 22, they've played against each other several times. And if he's called him Jackie that many times, why is he just not getting pissed off about it? Right. You know why? Because the White Sox suck. Well, because Tony Russo gets involved, and he worked in the head offices he's at MLB before he went back. Thousand years old. Well, he's a vampire. But he's the old man in that, the Bible that lived to be seven hundred. That's Tony Russo. Moses. That's how long Tony Russo's been coaching baseball. He said, "Go home." Now I will say this: Tony Russo's probably heard a lot worse coaching in the genres that he's coached or the eras. Uh, that he's coached uh, in baseball. He's seen the worst of worst. 
He he managed when he man, I think he was managing the White Sox back when Aaron was playing. That's how long ago the guy's been coaching. So is calling someone who Jackie. refers him refers to himself as the second coming of Jackie Robinson. Jackie is it's racist. racist. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at Come all. On. Come on, man. That'd be hating. Don't That's what be they be doing. I mean, or if if you think of course, Josh Donaldson could have done, you know, this might piss him off. <laughs> well, and <laughs> it might. Come on, let's be honest. He didn't he do wasn't it. To doing, he wasn't doing it to be friendly. No, or maybe. We don't know. Just I picking on him, just poking, but, poking the bear. I, but I don't think it bear. was racist. Blatantly busting out the N word, that's racist. Yeah. That's for sure. busting out some, that's busting for out sure. some dumb. Was it stupid? Childish? Horseplayish. So yeah. as a as a white male, you can't refer to anything that references people of color without being called a racist. Is basically what MLB is. Then saying. somebody needs to tell Tony La Russa the bourbon that he drinks. <laughs> he should not drink the brown stuff. <laughs> it's racist. There you go. You can't. I mean, in that it's it's almost as stupid as the equivalent of what's up, Jackie. What's up? This is, I mean, so why don't we why? have don't we have bigger things to get mad about? Let's be honest. Listen, Tim Anderson, and this is what it makes me mad that Tim Anderson and a lot of these. I, look, I I like I like the emotions of the game, but come on, guys, you've done it before. You've hit how many home runs before you got to the big leagues, right? And then now suddenly you want to act like horses' asses, right? Nobody likes that. Just hit the home run and go. Who? Yeah. Who was the guy? It was a Cleveland. Was it Cleveland White Sox? Cleveland Guardians. It was the Cleveland White Sox game, where the guy got up and he hit a grand slam to tie it in the bottom of the ninth, and then hit a three-run homer to win the game in the eleventh. And there was people in the stands that had been heckling him, and he went off on them. No, that was uh, that was Jock Peterson. No, 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 no. No, no. I didn't recognize the guy. He's, he's, I think he's a fairly young player. Uh, I know Jock Peterson turned around. But he had eight, eight, eight RBIs in, like in, the ninth, in, the ninth, in the ninth inning or later. It's the first time it's ever happened. Eight RBIs. And he turned around <laughs> and went crazy on him? He's like, uh, I'm the mother. I'm the mother. I'm the mother. Give me the smoke or whatever, whatever the new terminology is. I'll take your I'll take your effing smoke or whatever, and I mean, he was just going berserker. Sure? I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, and the thing is, he got he got off the he went down to the dugout and he chunked his helmet, and it went perfectly into the slot where his helmet was supposed to go. <laughs> who was that? Oh man, was it, it wasn't the White Sox? No, he played he played for, for Cleveland. He played for I'm pretty sure he played for Cleveland. I'm gonna have to look that up. That's pretty awesome. Look, baseball has turned me off a little bit. I, I love the Astros. I watch the Astros on a daily. Um, I think Justin Verlander's doing something at the age of 39 that Nolan Ryan did. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, he was so close speaking, to that no-hitter the other day. And speaking of that, have you have you watched the, what is it, uh, Being Nolan or? It's tomorrow. Is it Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I've seen bits and clips, and my dad said he will watch it. Um, it, it the, it's going to be at the theater tomorrow. I know the Cinemark and Webster's all sold out except for a couple seats on the front row. Really? Um, AMC 30 had it, but I haven't checked to see what the ticket of it. We bought tickets 
a month and a half ago. I didn't know it was going to be at the theater. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if it's a one I'm, night. It's a one night only thing. I wonder if. Um, I wonder if what's this thing over here? Moody Gardens. Are they going to have it at the IMAX? Oh, that I don't know. That'd be totally awesome. It's it's not playing at the theater in Galveston, but I don't know about the IMAX. It's one of those uh, Fathom events. You know, they do those one night only or like a couple night special event, special occasion I wonder if it's going to be on TV. I would get my suspicion is that they'll do this deal and supposedly there's like a QA and a after the film uh, that sometime in the next few weeks it'll it'll show up on maybe ESPN or Have some other be. streaming streaming network. It would network. be the coolest 30 for 30 I think ESPN. Absolutely. So who, who did the video on Nolan Ryan? And how come they did a skit, the skit that I saw, or the interview, shall we say, where Craig Biggio in the inside of the Astrodome looks miraculous? Oh, I don't know. It looks great. Looks like they're renovating it. And two, speaking of that, do you think Major League Baseball should renovate the Astrodome and play a throwback game there? Or throwback series once a year. What would that cost to do just for one game? Dude, they played a game in the cornfield. Well, you're not wrong there. It's the freaking Astrodome, dude. You know how many people would go there? I would be there. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. I would be there. I think everyone who has ever played in the Astrodome that's still alive would probably go. Mm -hmm. I mean... You're talking. Oh yeah, just the the attendance of, of former players and their, yeah, it'd be crazy. I mean, you would definitely have Biggio, Bagwell, Alou. Um, I mean, why don't they? Yeah. And why do, why don't they? Why doesn't t- look Tilman Fertitta likes to stick the, his nose in what's everything the else? Stat, what's the status of the building? I mean, is it is it structurally sound enough that they could pull something like that off? Yes, you've never broken in there. <laughs> We went in there one night at a Texans football game. I was like, man, I don't even want to go there. So we walked over there and kicked the back door open. <laughs> Dude, the rats in there are the size of your arm. <laughs> but um, but it, it you, there's still memorabilia in there that you oh, go I'm sure. get. I doubt there's much left. There's cups. Yeah. Things of that nature. I mean... That'd be cool to go in there and find a bat or something in the, in the locker room. That'd be cool. The air conditioner still works. Hmm. I, yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. I, why not do I mean, it? If Make it happen. If you're, I, I get it. The field of dreams. Uh, but Houston, have Houston doesn't get the respect like that. If it were old Yankee Stadium or, um, they tore or, that down. No, I know. I know. I know. What they do with Shea Stadium? Is it still up? They rebuilt it. I'm pretty sure they tore that one down, the, the original down too. Um, you know what's still in? You know what's still in Brooklyn? Home plate to Ebbets Field. Uh-huh. Still there. <laughs> but it's got buildings all around it now, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. But it's still home plate of Ebbets Field. That is one of the coolest things you can get. Um, I just, like the history of baseball. To me, is I like the history more than I like the current game. But baseball's never changed, really, except for the idiotic attitudes. Now, speaking of Nolan Ryan, Tim Anderson acted like that. (laughs) And in that bat, guess what's happening? Somebody's getting ear-holed. Right. 
back then. We can't do it now. Can you? Well, I mean, you can, but there's... What? How many times do you think Nolan Ryan would have told Angel Hernandez to take a hike? <laughs> He'd have bulldogged him like he did. <laughs> He'd have robbed him and him, right? He'd have straight up robbed him and that guy. Yeah, he, I don't think he took too much garbage off anybody. That guy's name is Naylor. N-A-Y-L-O-R. I think it's Cleveland. Where I, I, sent, I just sent you the video. That's cool. I'm going to watch that. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to watch that. So are we ready for hurricane season, Matt? What do we got? Better be. It's coming. Well, Whether we like it or not. Coming, Whether we're prepared or not. Coming. We almost had one. <laughs> the entire... Okay, so one dude who runs the Tropical Storm page, or whatever that's called, out of Florida. I watch him every morning at 9 o'clock. Tells you everything's going on. Has all the models from two weeks out. He's like, okay, yeah, we have this, but none of these other ones are coming to fruition. Right. It's when another model and another model start, when they're all start coming together. Yeah. Okay, cool. He called the blob that was in the middle of Mexico, the Gulf of Mexico. He said, guys, this might turn into a tropical storm. I know we're eight days out, low confidence, whatever, but these other models are starting to team up. When they start teaming up, that's when your eye, that's when your ears should be pinned back and go, right. okay, I need it's, to watch. It's coming, yep. Everybody on earth, everyone, <laughs> but this one man said, this is nothing, it's going to be nothing, it's not even going to be a percentage. The very next day, um, okay, this guy might be right. We got a little something. <laughs> if the front did not pick this thing up, it was going to turn into a Category 1 hurricane. Wow. Right, fairly quickly. They showed the water temperatures from 2005, and they compared them. To, same thing. Same exact flow. Huh. We picked up a bunch of warm water, and it tracked in. Okay, it happens. Current. It all goes hand right. in hand. Right. We better be ready. We better keep an eye on everything. Don't watch the news. Don't even watch they the freaking news. Yeah, they don't know. They don't. They don't know. They don't know. Watch your weather geeks, and we can have. In fact, I'll invite Joey Sobolski. You know Joey. I've heard the name. I don't know that we've ever. So met. Joey Sobolski is a he's a storm chaser. He's a okay. nut. He's yeah. a freak. But he calls it. He calls it right. But he even said, "Tanya, we were wrong." I laughed at you when you said it was going to rain. <laughs> he said, and it rained. He said, we get him wrong. He said, I saw that thing down there and thought, maybe. Once it got over in the warm waters, he said, yep, they got it wrong. Huh. How many times are they going to get it wrong? Almost every time. Almost every time. It's wrong somehow. Well, they got, they get it The now. track is off or the strength is off or the... <laughs> But Formation is off. But it, Something's wrong. It's not, I wouldn't call that getting it wrong. <laughs> but you have to be some sort of, you can't you be have a fortune to be, teller, right? Yeah, and, and where we live, we have to be, we have I mean, to be diligent. These things can pop up within two days. Sure. And sometimes, what was the last one that popped up near Brownsville just went zoop? Harvey. 
and then stopped. There was, there, well, the well, Harvey's the one that parked over the top of top of Houston. It kind of spared us. It didn't quite hit us as hard. You know, it came ashore Harvey. in Corpus. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then it it moved up and then it, it sat. It hit. It hit. Came ashore in Corpus and moved up the coast and sat. In Sugarland, Houston, yeah, but that and just dropped dumped water. That's what I'm saying. But that wasn't even on our radar as a hurricane. It didn't cause us no. a problem as a hurricane. Allison ca- did the same thing. Yeah. Well, Allison just wouldn't go away. It tried to go offshore and then came back again. Alicia did the same. Alicia did a whole loop to loop. Yeah. Well, Remember then that? I, one. Then I just trained us. Um, Ike was as big as the entire state of Texas. <laughs> But it, so railroaded it. Ike is the hurricane. Look, Ike's the hurricane that made him go. Okay, we may be gauging these things wrong. Yeah. Ike was the the big fat kid who wasn't moving very fast, but you weren't stopping him. Right. And he it didn't get big till he got close to the shore. I mean, it blew up. It like exploded when it got close. And then you had. And that's rare. Yeah. Then you had uh, Katrina, and then the one that came here. The one after Katrina. Katrina? Rita? Rita. They were supposed to come to Galveston. Oh, and then went. And then went north and blew up Beaumont. Yeah. Blew it up. Blew up the whole Sabine yeah. area. <clears throat> is, is, explain to me what, I guess it's ECOT? The. The electrical grid. Yeah. Are we upgraded enough to handle any no. of that? Especially not in Galveston. No. Has your power been going out regularly? No. no. Mine, for last week, every day, it went out for at least half an hour a day. So how do we... What, first and of all, we didn't lose, get it we wrong? We didn't lose power through... What causes these blackouts? They just don't purchase enough electricity? Um, is that how that you works? You know, that's a, that's a, that is a fine question that I'd like to know the answer to myself. I don't understand how they regulate outages... So they basically turn the power off here to conserve it, what they the power that they do have. Uh, Who makes money off of that? Do well, the companies the, pay them? The electric company makes the money off the electric the electricity they provide. Well, who, well, wait a minute. Who provides the electricity? So there's only cut? so much electricity available that's been either generated by wind turbine or solar power or what do we do? Store generator somewhere? or yeah, it's stored and distributed. And once it's out, it's out. And they can, they avoid massive outages, uncontrolled outages by doing rolling outages where they can control it. It's off for 30 minutes here, then it's off for 30 minutes here, and it's off for 30 minutes here, instead of being off here for two hours straight. That's my understanding. Could be completely wrong. So love it for do, some. Love for somebody know, to come correct me on it because I like to understand. We, well, I'll find somebody. I'll I'll put it out on our Facebook or whatever. How do we not? How do we have all these homes? We can anticipate this, and still not have enough. Well, I mean, you have the entire western state of Texas with fifty mile an hour winds. The and again, I'm talking outside of my complete understanding. But Texas is on its own grid, where all every other state is in a in a group of other states that share portions of grids. Texas has its own. It broke off from the the mainframe. Um, 
And for years, I guess it worked fine until it didn't work fine anymore. And now they're scrambling to figure out what the the solutions are uh, to keep the turbines spinning all year long and to keep the solar panels uh, charging uh, and to keep us supplied with enough. And as the population continues to grow, it's going to get harder. It's only going to become more difficult. The more people move here, the more... For sure. Now, the... The newer homes and the newer things that they build are obviously more energy efficient. It's the houses that people live in for years and years and years. Like take my house in, for instance. It was a remodel after Harvey. Yeah. Really, all I have to do is put new windows in, Mm -hmm. and I would have an energy efficient home. These older houses like that are the ones that suck all the your air conditioner runs forever because all your cold air gets let out. Right. Or vice versa. Right. But for to have these blackouts and things like that, man, it's just uncalled for. Yeah. You knew about it. Just like the winter storm. You you That's knew. True. I called that and if you I will go back and I will show you where I called that. <laughs> I said, guys, 1989 is about to hit us again. Be yeah. careful. Yeah. No, whatever. You're stupid. But I said, man, look, I've been looking. And the same guy who called these hurricanes, the same guy who called that. And I said, guys, this is kind of scary. Like, we're going to get down to eight degrees and not move for like right. four days. For a few days, yeah. Like we're not, we're, we're, there's no way we're not built for that. We're Our not houses built aren't for built for that. Our bodies aren't built for that. Our cars aren't built for that. We're not, we're not prepared for no. that kind of weather. But they, they had, they had two weeks to purchase a surplus of energy from who, or create it, yeah. or something. I, well, I think they relied on the turbines, the wind turbines that froze. When they don't turn, they don't produce electricity. No. So yeah, the technology failed. Was part of part of it. I don't think that was the the total picture. But do you redo, definitely contributed? Do to you redo it. things for once in a thirty year event? You have to, especially to as we continue it? to get especially as we get continue to get bigger. You have well, to. Well, not only that, but we're we're getting colder in the winter. Come on, man. We are. Don't buy all that either. How if are we that not? The, if that were the case, we would break records every day. We don't. It's all cyclical. Do we have cold days? Do we have hot days? Yeah, but are they any colder or hotter than days we've had Christmas in the past? How come Christmas can't ever be cold? Damn it. It snowed on in 2005. I get it. One of the few days we've ever seen snow in this area. No. In my, life, in my lifetime. Snow. Legitimate snow. Legitimate. Not sleet. So like- <laughs> not sleet. Snow. So like, what was the one that they said where... Um, I guess Galveston and them got like 18 inches of snow or something, oh, like geez, in the 1800s. I don't that, yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It's crazy. The, the Houston Chronicle people released so, it. Is it colder here now than it was then? It doesn't have to be that cold to snow. But my point is, we'd be breaking records every day if the weathers were extreme but all we're the staying, time. We're not, I don't mean extreme, I mean. So this is what I noticed, and tell me if I'm wrong. If you don't notice the same thing, the seasons are shifting. It's uh, colder now. We just had a cold should, front in the middle of May. That, that shouldn't be surprising because of the way that the 
climate planets, change. Well, no, the way the planets rotate around, you're going to have those types of changes, cyclical changes. So you're telling me summer's going to be in the winter months soon? I mean, depending on what our axis is and our position around it the has sun. has to almost because it doesn't I mean, that's ever what causes rotate. the seasons anyway. It doesn't is, ever uh, rotate in the exact is our position, uh, is our axis position around the sun? Is what causes the seasons? Is the Earth round? Some people say it's not. How do they figure that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good drugs is all I can figure out. <laughs> so, I mean, just watch NASA Channel, people. The Earth is round. Yeah. yeah. The Earth is round. So your Aggies won uh, won number, an SEC Western title for baseball. They, they did, number four in the country. It's about damn time you number, won something while you were in the SEC. The number two seed in the SEC tournament. Now starts, win a national championship. Started today. So somebody, tomorrow. somebody tried to argue with me, you're jealous because A&M is better than LSU. I said, count the rings, buddy. <laughs> count them up. Because LSU has been a – the creme of the crop. Did you see what they did to Bama Build over the weekend? No. They went Johnny Bombs. Yeah. Well, nine I, home runs. If you if you if you watch A and M baseball, they've they've lived on a wing and a prayer. They've they've won a lot of games in the last inning, but you figure they won seven of nine SEC series. You can't you can't knock consistency. Uh, is it sustainable through the tournament and into the World Series? Time will tell. Um, LSU's I would got the say, best lineup. I would say the odds the odds are probably not in their favor. Not to say that it won't still happen, um, but uh, I, they've surprised. They've they've outperformed expectations. There's no doubt about it. So I like A and M. Yeah, I do. I even like what Jim Fisher did over the last <laughs> week. Is he? But why does he lie? Who? Why does Jimbo Fisher have to lie? What did he lie about? Boosters bought those players and it's on paper. And then could to come out today and say that he's only got one kid on an NIO. He didn't say that. He's he crazy. didn't say that they didn't buy them. He said that they didn't break any rules. They they, they didn't break any rules. That's right. So he didn't but lie. Why do you have to lie? Why are you going to tell me one dude has a one NIO contract? He didn't say that. He did today. He said he's not aware of it. He does why because does he the rules. Deion it's not Sanders, a lie. Deion Sanders even knows it's a lie. De, de, look, Deion Sanders can sit in the same room with both of them dudes and be like, listen. Deion Sanders is on social media. Jimbo Fisher is not on social media. If you're if he if he chooses to ignore it, he's the one person in the country that cannot be exposed so he, to any of it. If you're a head football coach of a college program is I won't even say prestigious. Where would you go to find out any information about NIL contracts? They don't report it on ESPN. They don't talk about it on the news. You have to know. Why, why would he have to know? Have you ever seen the movie Blue Chips? <laughs> it's a ever, movie, Tiny. Have, it's have a you, movie. Have you ever seen the movie Blue Chips? Jesus, yes. This is the closest it's thing a movie. to it. This is the closest it's a movie. thing to it. Look, I'm going to tell, tell the people just like I told you. There's nothing... About Texas A&M, what not was his, wins, what not was, history, what not was Jim, What was Jimbo's quote? I work for Bobby Bowden. He showed me how to do things. I work with Nick Saban. He showed me. Well, he didn't say. He didn't call him out by name. 
but you work with some coaches, you learn how not to do things. And then he said, that's why I wouldn't go back to work for him. That's right. So he didn't call him out yes, by he name. Did. He, he, did. didn't call, he didn't call him out by name. My God. But the point is the same. Just, he's trying to do things the right way. He doesn't he, but he, he lets the he, he lets the players figure that out. He's it's he's not allowed to know. He's not allowed to have any influence over it, so he doesn't pay any attention to it. If you don't think he don't Oh god damn. So what if he does? Did, as long as he's not writing the it. contracts. Just come out and say, hey, look, I know. Great. Cool. We played within the rules. But you can't prove that he knows. Because he doesn't. He says he doesn't. You have, you believe what he says. Do you believe that? Yes, no, I do. I don't. I have no reason not to. Do you believe Nick Saban if Nick Saban says it? If he says he doesn't? Yes. He doesn't say he doesn't because he knows. Because he, he ain't scared. If, in fact, he doesn't admit at how many players he has that are how much money they're making. He has two of the top ten. A&M's top person is number 15 on the top 100. They, had, they have nine. No, A&M's recruiting class is the highest recruiting class. It's not the class. recruiting class. I'm talking about current players. Alabama has two of the top five. But they weren't two of the top five? They are two of the top five highest paid NIL contracts currently playing on the team. A&M's number one is number 15. The first one they have on the list is number 15. Until they get the kids that come in. When those kids, but it's not like Nick Saban doesn't know how to play the game. He, he just does. got beat. He I got get it. beat. But why you got to lie about it? Deion Sanders ain't lying. So go about back, it. go back and analyze that that clip of Nick Saban's speech and think about who he's talking to and what he's saying. He's not dogging. He's not intending to dog on Jimbo Fisher, and he's not intending to dog on Deion Sanders. He's talking to his donors. He's telling, "Hey guys, we got our asses kicked." By these two programs. I need you to cough up some more money. He's saying it without saying it. It's exactly why he said what he said. Know the audience. Know who he's talking to. Put Jimbo it in Fisher's put it a liar. In, put it in context and you understand but what Jim, Nick Saban was saying. How many players do you think Bobby Bowden played paid? Who gives a shit? He's dead. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> But they had How many times coach. did AM get their no. asses kicked because they didn't pay for players when SMU coach. was paying them, when Texas was paying them, when Oklahoma was paying them, and AM never went there, and they were always bottom of the barrel. They're always the whipping boy, the, the Southwest Corey, Conference. Was good. That was before the that Southwest Conference. Crew. That was wrecking crew. No, it wasn't. That was during the Southwest Conference. It was one of the last years of the Southwest Conference. Yeah. They were bad, man. Look, RC Slocum did a good job. But to sit here and tell me that Jimbo he didn't, Fisher, I guarantee you they didn't pay players. Jimbo Fisher knows his. He knows they. Texas. He A&M, knows. He knows that his players have nil contracts. Texas, does he know the details of them? Texas, I guarantee you, he A, does not. Texas A and M is not a school that's going to draw nine five star recruits in the most prestigious recruiting class in the history of. Have football. you been to their facility? Who have cares? you been to the stadium? Who gives? I'm a telling shit? you, man. I'm they telling haven't won diddly squat ever. They're, they're about to. You better hope they Market. do. Market. Because Jimbo Fisher better not lose it's to LSU. It's about to happen. He better not lose to Alabama. He Come better on, not man. lose to none of these teams he's about to play. And then he's about to get his ass kicked by Texas. Come on, man. Texas is going to beat him. Come on, man. I'm telling you. What? With what? Ewers. With what? Ewers. <laughs> Texas has it. With what? So <laughs> I find it kind of phenomenal. That Steve Sarkeesian even kept his job after no players were drafted. He's got diddly squat. But there's some some way 
because they got the Ewers kid from Ohio State, they're ranked again. I don't get it. Jimbo Fisher better not lose one ball game. Mark my words, because they're going to get rid of him. What is that recruiting class? How is that recruiting class going to help him this season? Oh, the the type of players he has? Not all of them are going to start. you can plug them all in right now and win 10 games. We'll see. I'm telling you. Time will tell. Look, I'm an A&M fan. Until they actually win it, I'm just as skeptical skeptical as anybody else. I think Jimbo Fisher's and he's he's just as arrogant as Nick Saban. Nope. He is. He's just not as good as Nick Saban. (laughs) And I hate Nick Saban. I have a reason to hate Nick Saban. How long has Nick Saban been a head coach? Long time. Ooh, how 96 long, was his how first long, job. How long has Jimbo been a head coach? Because Jimbo wasn't good enough. Oh, come on, man. Jimbo was Stop. Now, tell you this. Stop it. Saban won a national championship with Jimbo, and uh, the defensive coordinator was uh, Will Muschamp, I believe. But look at the – okay, so take this coaching staff. Have you ever seen the the um, documentary on the Cleveland Browns when they moved to the Ravens? They fired Bill Belichick as the head coach. Um, I'd have to look up to see who the offensive coordinator was. Nick Saban was the defensive backs coach. I forgot who the defensive coordinator was. All these coaches have gone on to win. It was, They called it the best coaching staff never to win anything in the history of sports. They've all gone on to win championships. Belichick obviously being the best. Nick Saban being the best in college. And they hired Brian Billick, who won him a Super Bowl. That just goes to show – how much different? They know how to cheat better than anybody no, else. No, they don't. You Nick forget, Saban you does. You forget Deflategate. Nick Saban, stop it. <laughs> Nick Saban, uh, or was Tom Brady just that good? Maybe. Tom Still Brady cheated. is that good, though. Still cheated. Call it what you want. Still cheated. I say it's adapting to the grip of the ball. <laughs> I'd call it cheating, too. But the tuck rule was cheating, too. But Jimbo Fisher needs to come out and say, hey, listen, we played within the rules. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. That's what he's been doing. And no, you're calling him not. a liar. You keep calling he him a liar. He says he doesn't know. He knows. He's a head football coach at Texas A&M. He made a wish list. By what, is, these what, dudes are you, what are you me. saying that he's saying that he doesn't know? That he doesn't know that his – he said one dude has an NIL contract. That's not what he said. He, he said, said he knows that he doesn't know the details of them. Whatever. He knows they have them. He knows they have them. He admitted it. He said we play by the rules. We have NIL contracts, but I don't know any of the that? details. Where did he say that at? In all of his press conferences. No, he said that he Oh, my got, God, I'm going to send them all to you. Send them all to me. I will. We'll talk about it next time, We'll too. talk about it tomorrow. I don't care. He's not <laughs> lying. You're twisting his words. Jimbo Fisher is a liar. Okay. In my opinion, he's a liar. Nick you Saban like is a liar. talking your ass about A&M. No, because Brian Kelly's a liar, too. Uh, suddenly, all of a sudden, Archie Manning's grandson is... Going to Texas, and then he's going to Georgia, and then he's going to Ohio State, and then he's going to LSU, and he's going here. They're literally waiting on who's going to pony up the biggest cash. I would, too. Not that that family needs it. Uh, But, I mean, 
isn't that what everybody's waiting on? And it's totally going to ruin college sports. Oh, college you, sports are already ruined. You created a free agency. We've already talked about that. NIL, NIL has ruined the sport. It's it's totally crazy. You don't know. And like I said, the only ones that are going to go for college education are the linemen. And hope it's, they get picked. It's terrible. It is crazy. Yep. It, it's nuts. But Jimbo Fisher's still a liar. Um, <laughs> SEC tournament starts tomorrow. Or is it Wednesday? Starts tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. A&M is the second starts seed. Starts Wednesday. Uh, Tennessee one, A&M. Two. Yep. Then who's three? LSU's four. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt got creamed. They're out. Only the top eight teams make it. I just looked at it yesterday. Or is it top 12? I can't remember. Who, who's ahead of LSU? I know someone's ahead of LSU because LSU swept Vanderbilt. They didn't beat them, man. They beat, they beat Arkansas? them. Arkansas? Arkansas. Might have been Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas is pretty good. Arkansas is normal. Well, normal Arkansas basis. and A&M they was, went to the last game. Arkansas lost their last game to Alabama, I think, and A&M won, so they got the top seed. Tennessee's the best team in baseball. You see that picture? That Tennessee has hit 105.5 on the gun? No. Like, yeah, look it up. Tennessee volunteer fire. They call him the volunteer fireman. Touches 105 on the gun. You know how hard 105 mile an hour is? <laughs> 97 is stupid. Noel Ryan didn't hit that high. No. They say Satchel Paige may have. They say, I don't know, Rollis Chapman is still the hardest thrower. He reached 105. But did you, did you have to? Nolan Ryan didn't have to. He didn't have to throw 106. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure the accuracy of the radar guns today, if they'd had them back then, I'm pretty sure they got the 105. But I know definitely 103, 104. Yeah, Nolan was in the... He was in the 100s on the constant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. And that's after pitching how many complete games? So what we got going on this weekend, man? What's going on good? Anything good? It's going to rain the next two days. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, so happy summer. Um, We are going to see William Clark Green at uh, Do-Si-Do. Where's that? In the Woodlands. I might tag along. Saturday. I think we're going to the – he's got back-to-back shows, that Friday and Saturday show. I think we are going – I think we're going Friday. I'll drive. I'm not sure. We're staying. No, okay. We're taking the RV up there. Oh, never mind. I'm not third willing it in, Matt. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. phone never rings, though. Yeah. You guys do all kinds of cool well, we're things doing, without your we're friends. Doing the, we're, we're doing a weekend away this weekend. So. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody no, should do that. Yep. We need a break. So how, um, how long before America just quits going places? <laughs> it doesn't seem like they're stopping. No, they're talking about $6 gas, $10 in California, $10 a gallon. At what point does the federal government reach in and say, hey, dude, enough is enough? Um, when they say, here's electrical vehicle, electric vehicles for everybody. I think that's the move. I think that's the play they're playing. And what happens if they fail? They're forcing us. What if they fail? They won't fail. They won't fail. So you're just going to bankrupt an entire industry like that? Force them to go a different direction. How do you force them to go a different direction? Just like you do any other time. 
So then, so then, because there's an easy solution to it if they want to. If they want to, ch- if they want to bring the prices back down, there's an easy, easy solution. Start producing, release reserves. There's ways to manipulate. We don't the have price. any more reserves. Come on, man. You think? Dude, you almost look like Michael Moore there for a second. Almost left. Come on. For real. Almost. It's time to go. You're hating. I said almost. That's don't, not hating. Don't be hating. You, I said almost. We're at the two-hour mark, man. So, I don't know what I got going on this weekend. I might just hang out by my pool. Hang out. There, there are worse places to be. I mean. Dodge the raindrops. Is it going to rain this weekend, too? It's supposed to. It's supposed to rain tomorrow on Wednesday. Tomorrow Wednesday is supposed to be real bad. Yeah. Wednesday is supposed to be real bad. Yeah. But look at Austin. Yeah. They got four inches of rain. They're going to get another four inches of rain. Yep. We guess need what, it. Guess we what's going to happen for the weekend? They're going to be floating that river because it's going to be. <laughs> it's gonna, you know what happens after it rains like that at the river? It gets wild, and them drunk-ass fools going to go down there and talk about, I'm going to ride this thing, stupid ass. <laughs> Need to hear about some kid getting stranded on a rock cliff somewhere because he's afraid. <laughs> the rest of his family's done five miles down river, and now he's got to walk into barefoot in the hot ass rocks. Somebody, somebody, Jungle Book type. You know what I mean? That's what it is, Jungle Book, in Wimberley, Texas. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see everybody next week. I hope everybody has a fantastic Memorial Day. It's going to be amazing. Um, don't forget. Uh, don't forget the. To remember those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. For sure. Because um, that's what they gave for us to have this day. And let's not forget to, to live this crazy life we live. That's it. Oh, and another thing. Kudos to the school system for letting everybody out before Memorial Day. Thank God. It's okay. not going in June. Look, it's a know. step in the right direction. If you say so. We're not in June. Okay. Okay. June. And then they go back in, where they go back? August. Sooner the better. Why don't no? Why don't they do it? We can talk about this next time. Before Memorial Day, go back after Labor Day. Be done. See you next week. We got somebody on the school board that can explain all that to us. Oh, that's true. He's off explaining to the Riri tribe how that's to run right. the, how to run the country. <laughs> Let's get out of here, man. Later. Later. Later.